Hello and welcome back to Talk Female Fridays with me, Lucy Grimwade. And today I want to share a little bit of a leadership tip around how to deal with difficult stakeholders. So I know that this is a really big subject and it's something that comes up a lot for me in my corporate nine to five, as well as my kind of side hustle that I do outside of my nine to five. So we've all been there anxiety dial is like set at 100 your teeth are grinding your fists are clenching you've got this nervous jiggle of your right leg you feel defensive you feel a bit stressed and you're physically exhausted dealing with your stakeholders can often feel so much harder in the virtual world especially now as you don't see them as often so for example getting a coffee or when you're getting your lunch. But if I told you that you didn't have to fear or worry about your stakeholders again, would you believe me? As a leader, it is more important than ever to manage your stakeholders professionally, promptly and with authority. So in this episode today, I want to share my advice with you about my tried and tested successful methods of ways you can manage your stakeholders like a boss. So I want you to feel that you can earn respect, gain that credibility and lead by example. To start with, I want to do a bit of a definition. So what do we mean by stakeholders? So a key stakeholder is a person who has an invested interest in the work you're doing. This could be because they are impacted, maybe financially or operationally, by your role and work. You've got stakeholder, similar to key stakeholder, but could be um, somebody in your team or someone that's kind of part of your project team who has an invested interest or or plays a part in the work that you're doing. Difficult stakeholder? Oh, well, that's a person who is either just totally awkward and or doesn't listen, will ask questions to intentionally put you on the back foot, and you know exactly the type of folk I'm talking about. So here we can, here we go. How can you deal with your difficult stakeholders? How can you manage these difficult stakeholders like a boss? So start by pausing. It's only natural that you want to kind of be as quick as possible to finish the meeting or you want to be quick to answer a question. But don't make time to pause. And just side note here, this is something I learned from my accredited coaching diploma. So make that time to pause and ask if there are any questions. Give that time for pausing for you to think. Or why don't you ask them, okay, this is what we're doing here. What's your view on that? By actively engaging your stakeholders, you're starting to build trust and competency between you and both or all of those stakeholders. The art of the pause is something that I try and train everybody around me with. Because actually, there's nothing wrong with saying, do you know what, just give me a couple of seconds. I'm hearing that you're saying, when will this project be done? Or um, there's this budget meeting here. Let them know that you've heard them and having that time to pause to come back to them. You can even say, right, just to confirm, you've just asked me around, where's that budget going here? Let me take that away and I'll come back to you by close of play today or close of play tomorrow. So another tip, and again, tried and tested method for me, is about lining expectations. 
So it seems pretty obvious, but in my experience, people rarely reach out to their stakeholders, difficult or not, to align expectations. To do this, follow these three simple steps. Number one. I want you to organise a 30-minute alignment meeting, including the agenda and what the purpose of the meeting is. This may turn into a regular one-to-one, by the way. During the meeting, you want to ask the following questions. What are your preferred methods of communication? What would success look like for you? And how can I ensure that I'm giving you the right level of information? So you're aligning the expectation of that difficult stakeholder, especially those senior key stakeholders as well. How do they like to be communicated? What is success going to look like for them? And, you know, how am I, how do you know when you're giving them the right level of information? Do they want you to tell them about the in the weeds stuff or do they want the high level stuff? And after the meeting, always, 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 and if I can't say always enough, always, 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 always follow up with a follow-up email. So the subject would just be follow-up, alignment meeting, insert date. So in that email, you want to outline everything that was discussed and any actions that you are taking away. This also acts as a little bit of a contract between you and that stakeholder. So if something kind of crops up again, or someone says, you know, the diff- if they become your key stakeholder kind of transitions into a difficult stakeholder, you can refer back to that email to go, well, actually, in this meeting, we talked about A, B, C, and D. Are you now saying that that's changing? So it's about holding them accountable as well for their own behavior. So my next tip is around don't offer problems. You'll hear me say this a lot. People don't want problems. People want the problem and the solution. So again, it does seem another obvious one. And I hope that you all are still listening and thinking, why is Lucy telling me all these obvious things? But as a leader yourself, you know that you don't want problems, you want solutions, or at very least an action plan of how to find solutions. So never take a long list of problems to your stakeholders unless you have completely exhausted all the ideas for solutions. My next tip is around don't mirror their bad behaviour. Often mirroring is a great way to build a rapport such as using their language or their body language. That's something that NLP teaches you. However, if the stakeholder is rather short and sharp, raises their voice or their arms are crossed, don't mirror that. Keep your tone neutral. And if there is an opportunity to, offer the reflection by saying something along the lines of, I'm hearing that you don't seem happy with that. Can you explain what that is? Try to avoid why. Why can sometimes come across like you are making a negative accusation, which can actually cause tension. So don't mirror the bad behaviour. Keep yourself very neutral. And if you can, kind of put a bit of a coaching hat on there and maybe say something along the lines of, like I said, I'm hearing this or I'm seeing that. Can you explain to me what that means? So my next thing that I wanted to finish this episode up with is what if your stakeholder is just completely unmanageable? Unfortunately, even after going through all of the above ideas, there might be times where the stakeholder is just unmanageable. This isn't a reflection on you and you have three options. One is to be brave, one is to be safe and one is an easy way out. And I'm going to give you these three options and it's completely up to you what you choose to do. Number one is to be brave and call it out, but do this in a one-to-one. 
as a coach myself, I've learned ways of bringing up reflections with permission. And you can do this yourself by saying something along the lines of, would it be okay to give you my reflection? And then if they say yes, be honest, don't swear and keep it professional. Safe, escalate, escalate to your manager, escalate to your your director, or even escalate to their own line manager as well, even if it is the CEO. Again, keep it professional and clearly outline what the issues are and what you have done to try and rectify that relationship. Just a side note here as well, I'd also start by keeping a bit of a record as well. So if this difficult stakeholder who is unmanageable is actually kind of portraying some sort of bullying behaviour as well, just keep a few kind of dates and times. Um, If anybody else was in the meeting as well, just kind of record and record that down and yeah it's just something that you can use so when you do go and do any escalations especially if it is to like a c C c-suite level um kind of line manager then at least you've got something to back you up so the last one is the easy way out ignoring the elephant in the room will over time just fuel your anxiety so i wouldn't opt for this but either reach out for your manager reach out to a mentor or a colleague and seek some advice on what to do that, that is an option. You can just ignore the elephant in the room and just turn up to these meetings every week or whenever, kind of feeling feeling that anxiety. So there's a few resources which I will share in the um, show notes. And I would also love to just say now, thank you so much for listening today. And if there is anything that you would like for me to talk about, please do send me an email. My email address is in the show notes as well. If you are new here, I would love for you to subscribe and share this podcast across your um, social networks, even internally in your own internal workplaces. And it just kind of leaves me saying that thank you so much for listening. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Talk soon. Take care. Goodbye.